Haha, that was such a funny joke you said, Brian. Boy, it would be annoying if your microphone had a lot of buzzing in it and also that Steven might have been unsynced uh, through the whole podcast. If that's the case, we're sorry. Haha, isn't this a fun intro that was totally recorded during the podcast? It is season 10, episode 1 of the Whales Are Whales pod. Cast. Cast. Hello, everybody. And how are you all doing today? Steven. Good. Wow. And Brian. Oh, I was so confused because I'm like, we already did this, but it was the episode that Ben destroyed. So. Yeah. Do we, we want to throw Ben under the bus right now? Just absolutely. absolutely. He's not here. And yeah. I've never known someone to nuke an episode as thoroughly as Ben nuked the last episode. He he yeah. reinstalled Windows on the PC where the file was. <laughs> Not even after that. After failing he... to export it in a proper file. Yeah, he's like, yo guys, I uploaded the file. I, I edited it and uploaded the podcast. Yes, talk to you later. And uh, I went to upload the file and he had saved it as like some sort of proprietary... Um, Auda- not Audacity, but whatever Premier. version of Audacity Premiere he- yeah. file he uses. That is the only thing in that file was the was right. a visual representation of the waveform, not the, the waveform. Form. Yeah, just a visual representation. So it's literally useless. His entire and then computer. he wiped Windows. <laughs> I feel like we should have sort of followed through on this and just uh, pasted the waveform on yeah. the website instead of enjoy <laughs> season 10 episode one it was like, it was yeah. a new level of just nuking it it was incredible um mm-hmm. so i love you ben but man did you ever nuke that episode yeah. so boy. here we are you're right on the actual episode one which is fitting because it's going to be our year in review episode so yeah in the this, end, this is all um, works out this is a combination game of the year award thing and um uh what do we normally call the end of the year oh thing? there was uh, like some stupid long name that steven came up with it for it like wait i thought it was the new super look back in thing. the year of our lord something like he did some weird like super long acronym for mm-hmm. it i'll go see if i can find it i will tell you right now in 2023 yeah. or 2022 we had the look back thingy in 2023 we had the look back thingy. all right we're just, i think that was the the new one the, we we, yep. we mm-hmm. set upon. so That's this is the, the 2023 look back thingy um yeah, i like it i like it yeah and i think that really fits with our flavor as well um yeah. so yeah we have um it's good to talk to you guys we have a list of yeah. things um only slightly um video game related but actually a lot of other stuff as well because it's not just a video game award thing um you know what someday we should go back and do an actual video game award thing where we have to agree on oh, God. The... oh no that would be fun and <laughs> awful that almost destroyed our friendship like yeah. 10 years ago I, I, have you ever gone back and listened to those oh god no Me way neither. dude yeah that sounds i remember being so miserable during yeah. the recordings of those yeah. that i don't think i could be forced to listen to those again yeah yeah I've i love listening back. back to our old projects i can tell you i've never gone back to that one and i never <laughs> will I feel like yeah, one of no. us has to go back just to like see what it was. Thank you for volunteering, Brian. I really appreciate right, that, actually. Sure. So, uh, 
All right. Yeah, um, we're, we will probably never do that again. But what we are going to do is go down the list of about one, seven, eight things. Yeah. And, um, and we can quickly talk about the thing we want to talk about in that category. We can dive into it. Uh, yeah. You can say nothing. I don't care. Do whatever you want, man. I'm not your boss. Well, yeah. um, normally, sort of historically, I guess, I'm the one who would put this together and mm -hmm. ask people to answer them. And I think about it a lot. I, I will say maybe in an unprecedented <laughs> turn of events, I have done zero homework on this. Ab I have thought about none of these for any really? amount of time. Oh. I Today, I did not expect it. It just has been one of those like 12-hour long days, just whew, no time to do literally anything. And I just... Mm. finished dinner and sat down here so i'm really going to be winging it so we'll kind of see what my brain bubbles to okay the that's I exciting actually, yeah i agree i like this uh this bubbly steven is usually a really fun steven yeah so. we're gonna get like what's you know we're gonna get the uh top of mind like word association yeah what did i actually remember and, from um, 2020 yes speaking, which year speaking was it of like <laughs> that's three who even, who even cares <laughs> Speaking of um, top of mind word association, my brain will be working slower since I am sick as of yesterday. Yes. Um, say, say the thing, Brian. Say the thing. This is good fun. Yay! That's from an audio Yay. drama that's like not even published that we love. <laughs> so, I know it's on. But Cameron, anytime I am sick, Cameron wants me to say that line. So <laughs> um, now, yeah, uh, I, I just yeah. wanted to say that like. It was so convincing the way you yeah. said it. It sounded like a yeah. soundboard. So can right. you pretend you have the soundboard and like press the button too many times? This is good fun. This is good fun. This, this, this is good fun. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. We need, we need to pay for Discord Nitro so we can get a soundboard. Um, all right. Let's begin this thing. Um, right. The first category on our list that I think will probably go by pretty quickly. I feel like this was not a great year for these things. Um, mm. Is movie or TV oh, show I, of the year. I strongly disagree. Unless we're oh. talking about stuff that came out this year. Yes, if I'm very about, specifically oh, talking about stuff that came out. I didn't um, come up with one for that, but I can okay, try then to. You, you are more than welcome to say what you Wait, want Wait, I know say. a great movie that you saw that came out this year. I bet what? you I do too, but just one. The one about the man who made the big explosions. Oh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer was <laughs> very good. You're right. That would totally the first half of Oppenheimer was very good. <laughs> it's the funny because I was talking was to Parker and he's like, meh. the second half of Oppenheimer was great. Are you serious? Yeah, Parker, you guys should argue about wait, that. Wait, which I'm half beat, had I'm, the explosion? beat him up, dude. <laughs> uh, that was the pivot point between the two halves. That was the uh, first half. The explosion was, was, was the first half. half. Um, but the reason I was going to say is, speaking of uh, Parker... Um, who has been on an episode of Whales of Whales distantly in the past. Yeah, he's sort of like one of those wow, obscure sitcom ago. characters who was written yeah. out a few seasons that, ago. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, this has been a crazy year for movies for me because I have been consistently watching a movie with Parker pretty much since March or April, almost every week of this year. Um, wow. So I have watched more movies this year by far than I have ever watched in any other year of my life. Cool. Uh, Weirdly, so, I have also been on not that intense, but also on kind of a movie kick. So I've yeah. seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. Very exactly. nice. Okay. So, so yeah, re redo the whole topic. The, right. these, the, here, I'll just really quickly. Sp Spider Verse was the best movie this year by far. Period. Whatever. Oh, was no, that nothing was even did that close. come out this year? Yeah. Cool. I have not actually seen either of those, but I would it, like to. They're unbelievably good. Yeah. Uh, unrealistically good, yeah. and the art of Spider Verse Two. Uh, 
yeah with I, i'm trying to not Hyperbolize. i'm trying to emphasize how how good yeah. this was it knocked my socks off the album right. it was the coolest looking piece of artwork i've ever seen in my life it was wow. amazing yes. okay well I should i'm talking that. about like drawn art yeah i get um, it yeah unbelievable um okay but everything else this year was basically trash anyways now what did you guys <laughs> want to talk about um what was your guys's favorite from all the stuff you watched? well the barbie movie has got to be out the top of my list um, okay all i, right, I right. loved it's biting uh, satire <laughs> uh, <laughs> i liked the one second where the little kid was like barbie is a, a, a capitalistic pig, pig, d- destruction stuff to women's society and i was like yeah that was a good line mm-hmm. um, other everything else was straight mediocre. from twitter <laughs> um yep well brian do you have an obvious answer for this while i try to desperately remember what i watched this year yeah totally and i oh shoot that might have been this year the the one that i was thinking of for you um um, Uh, oh 2024 got it uh yeah right but for me i think uh there were probably three movies that stood out as my favorites from what we watched and we watched a lot of stuff some of which i'd seen before most of which i hadn't um and the three that stood out for me the most, uh, one of them was a movie called The Game. Um, the Game. Which, Stephen, you saw. Oh, it yeah. It is directed by <laughs> right. the director of Fight Club. Um, oh. And it is starring, uh, what's the dude's name? I think Michael Douglas. He plays the uh, Hank Pym in the Marvel movies. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to say anything about it, so that will be a good one to discuss because the whole fun of the movie is to figure out what it's about while you're watching it. But I think you might love it, Cameron. It's kind oh, of like a thriller, psychological, mind-bender kind of thing that seems right up your alley. And that does seem right up my alley, yeah. It has I a, Fight Club. a distinct blend of fun and anxious panic. Yeah, it's huh. extremely good. Uh, the other one uh, is Ghost in the Shell, which I had never seen before. I do not ah. know if you've seen that, Cameron. Have you? I have not seen that, no. I also think that would be up in your alley. Uh, oh. It's an incredibly good cyberpunk uh, thriller. Um and one of the was only good show. anime movies. What? Oh, one of the only only good. What about Miyazaki, man? Um, <laughs> well, I thought it was a show. Am it was a show after it was a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, but the movie sense. is the Got main it. thing. Um, okay. And it's very, very good. I don't know if it was a but, manga before that. Um, maybe it was a novel probably. or something. Yeah. yeah. And then my favorite, um, which is one of my favorite movies of all time after seeing it, though it is not an original opinion to hold, is uh, No Country for Old Men. That movie is phenomenal. Ah. That movie is ridiculously good. Yep. Absolutely it's been phenomenal the whole way. While since I've seen it, but I remember being floored. Basically, it was very yeah. good. Yeah. So that was absolutely fantastic. Can't recommend that higher. Um, but mm. it's just been super fun to be watching so many movies with someone who knows a lot more about them than I do. Um, yeah. And kind of mm-hmm. getting into that more than I ever have before as a medium. So it's been a fantastic year for movies. On on the meter, how, how close are you to cinephile? Oh, two two <laughs> out of two yeah i got it i i realized this year that i do not watch very many movies like yeah I've maybe i maybe me. like watched three this year total yep. um and yeah so i actually a little i'm a little envious of of your experience because that sounds like a lot of fun so maybe yeah. i should just start doing that in my off time yeah i'm just so picky that i don't want to waste my time with stuff yeah um, well what I'll i recommend keep coming up with like... stuff to recommend you like the, the best ones from what we've watched because mm-hmm. i think there are a few here that you would really enjoy yeah that'd be that'd be fine yeah 
What were you saying, Stephen? Just exactly that, but uh, it's been oh, helpful okay, because gotcha. Brian is just watching movie after movie, and sometimes he'll come to me and say, "Watch the game." Ah, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, right? My own Got personal. Oh, uh, Cameron, did you ever watch The Prestige? No, that's a Christopher Nolan for uh, one you also might love. What kind of a thriller? Is it an older one from the yeah, early 2000s? Yeah, like 2006. It's about magicians in the oh, 1800s, yeah. and it's like a thriller of them like competing back and forth. I think you would really. Re- it's like kind of like death, death note, note. <laughs> yes it's like death note with magicians from christopher nolan that's sounds really cool right. so yeah exactly <laughs> okay, i think some yeah. of these you'd really like so okay yeah, yeah i'll check them out yep. um steven you got a favorite out of the ones that came out this year i think i might echo you cameron um across the spider-verse was yeah. fantastic oh you did see it yeah, I had no idea it was the middle of a trilogy. <laughs> me so. either, dude. Me either. I uh, I was with my cousin, and I literally was like, as the, it was ending, because I I could tell it was about to yeah. end. And I was like, I was smacking. I was like, what's happening? Why is it ending? Why is it ending? Why is it ending? And then when the credits rolled, yeah. I was like, what? Literally in the theater, I screamed what yeah. very loudly, <laughs> um, because I had no idea it was the trilogy. I had no clue. That's funny. Um, yeah, it was exactly the same for me. Now I can't wait to see the next one whenever it comes out. I guess the only other yeah. thing I'll say about it is the soundtrack is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it's uh, sort of interwoven into the mm. movie as a whole is just, oh, yep. man. Yeah. I guess. Uh, some real tastemakers there. Um, yep. I would probably say that... Oh, oh, go ahead. What, Brian, are you saying what, something? Brian? I what? was thinking about the rest of the show, but let's finish this category. First. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we finish this topic first real fast? Um, <laughs> I, oh, I, I'm definitely not remembering everything I saw this year, but I know that one thing I really mm-hmm. enjoyed was actually the final season of The Crown, which I've been watching I was gonna since say it that. started. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, oh, did, did it end it? this year? Or? It did. What did you think of the ending? Um, I honestly do not have strong feelings about the ending. Right. Yeah. I think it was, it did service to the show and had a few bits that I really liked and mm-hmm. didn't have the power that those earlier seasons had. Um, yeah. but that overall, that show is one of the best that I've ever seen. Um, nice. it's really just incredible that it's been, that they filmed it for years and managed to essentially span the entire almost the entire lifespan and definitely almost the entire reign of Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just to the end... Oh, that's what it's about. That makes sense yeah. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's really cool because it the first season is basically a period piece from the 50s. The second is a period piece from the 60s. So they've basically done a period piece across every decade from the 50s to now. And as oh. the characters age, they have to recast them. So like, yeah. if you said, well, my favorite character, quote unquote character, historical figure, mm-hmm. is is the, the queen's sister, Margaret, which like spans three or four different actors. So it's really yeah. quite an incredible yeah. feat. Um, beautifully That's a very unique day one unique to day yeah. last day of the yeah. ending show. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It wasn't really 100 percent new, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Cool. Yeah, that's a good I, answer. I, it's very. I feel like it's very, very rare. Like TV shows seem like the hardest thing of all mediums to end. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like to most either not TV get shows... canceled or get prolonged well, too long. And and I think that this show had a purpose. It knew what it was going to do. It knew where it was going yeah. to start yeah. and end. So it never really lost its weight too much. So I thought that was yeah. great. Yeah, great, very cool. great choice. Um, so the right, thing I well, was going to say is, should we do video games last since that's going to be our beefiest topic 
and so we kind of know how much time we have or do we want to just do it now um i might run out of energy by that time that's also a good point so maybe best <laughs> uh, and, to do and it i can top. be succinct here we don't have to talk yeah. about we don't have to talk in right. depth about what i'm about to say cool um let's do but, it okay so yeah let's the next topic on our list is video games yes. um and i did like to separate this into best game you played that released this year yeah uh, the year of 2023 was a very very interesting year in video games um yeah and then also the best game that you played that maybe not was released in 2023 mm-hmm. um, totally so why don't you guys start why don't we start with um best game you played that was not released this past year okay what do you think steven i uh, think we have the same answer for this. tunic tunic oh, okay. is the best game we played in 2023 tunic is ah, so good and i'm yep, glad yep, we yep. got to play it with you a tiny tiny bit yes <laughs> right. i did yeah. i actually helped yes. i felt so helpful it is and true. useful this is yeah. truth I'm not dumb. It's okay. I promise. <laughs> I mean, to um, me, a tunic goes head to head with Outer Wilds for smartest game I've ever played. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I in, yeah, watching you guys play tunic made me understand why you like games like that. Um, right. And it made me wish that I had somebody standing next to yeah. me helping me beat these stupid hard games that I can't beat. Having right. a co-pilot. Yeah, in games like that is awesome. So I, yeah. I, I love your guys' style of playing games like that. Honestly, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And Tunic was like, like Stephen said, top tier for that. The entire game is like this intricately designed puzzle box. That as you peel back the layers, you're finding out it's all working together in mm-hmm. like it's just one of the smartest design games I've ever seen, hands down. Um, cool. So good, and just beautiful art, beautiful music, just wonderful thing from beginning to end. It manages um, to both be yeah. very fun, understandable, accessible, and playable, like your old classic video game, like a Zelda, or I don't know, like yeah. a more, uh, it even has elements from Souls games, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's just typical good fun video game, but yeah. it is built on a base that is so well thought out and deep that you can just keep descending and descending and descending. You're like, oh my gosh, this thing was here the whole time and I didn't realize that mm-hmm. it was connected in these 10 different ways. Really, yeah. really wonderful experience. The kind of game where you yeah. have a notebook and you're just yep. yelling excitedly when you realize some obscure connection that would make no sense to any you know, onlooker, but means at that moment the entire world to you. Yeah. Yep. That's cool, guys. What year did it come out? I, was it was it two years 2022. ago? Twenty twenty two. So we were just okay. off by a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it coming out. Yeah. And thinking this is not a game for me, and then yeah. you came and said, uh, uh, "Tunic looks cool," and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know about all that." And then yeah. we stopped talking about it for a year, and then you guys yeah, because I tried it playing it so. as well. Accidentally wandered into the hardest area before I was supposed to be there. Thought it was a super oh. difficult Souls like, and I'm like, eh, this isn't for me. And then I came yeah, back yeah. to it and actually figured it out. So, yep, yeah, very cool. Uh, what Glad about you? you? What for game it. played this year? What was that? or that, yeah. yeah, that you played? Um, I think WoW Classic has to end up being <laughs> the, the choice <laughs> for me. Oh yeah. my gosh, um, yes. I I must have three hundred, four hundred hours in WoW Classic this year. <laughs> That's well, insane. I, I played so much wow classic this this and i was not only playing wow classic i was also playing wow classic wrath and also live wow at the same time like back in march i would get up uh, on days i didn't have work i would get up 
sit in my bed on my Steam Deck and play WoW literally all day long. Yeah, welcome and then to 2005. To it's like yeah. you finally experienced what everyone else had experienced back. Yep. You know? And, you know, I started on, on Wrath because all my yeah. friends were playing Wrath. And then I, I was like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. I'm going to go try Classic. And it was just so much better. It was such um, a fun experience for me. One, getting to play WoW with you because I hadn't been able yeah. to play so much WoW in, in a really long time. But two, seeing you go through the same journey I had in reverse where I yep. played WoW Classic. And then as the later games came out, I'm like, this is not as fun. You played mm -hmm. the new ones, and you're like, this game isn't that fun. And slowly went back to WoW Classic, and you're like, this is great. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, it's a stark, it's a very stark um, difference between even just Wrath and yeah. and WoW Classic. The sense the sense of, of wonder and adventure in Classic is yeah. almost unrivaled. Like, I would say, you know, you guys know how much I love um, Breath of the Wild. I would say yeah. Breath of the Wild and WoW Classic gave me very similar yes. senses yep. of getting yes. lost. I completely yep. agree. And you could imagine, like, I don't know. I'm 18 or so. Mm -hmm. Brian's mm -hmm. even younger. He's like 15. Yeah. Um, yep. And they start patching it for Wrath. And then Wrath comes out and we're just like, something's off. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. just rapidly lost interest in the game until Cataclysm came out. And then we're like, we hate life. Nope. Our, our lives are now over. <laughs> because no, yeah, the they ruined the best game in the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I've been thinking a lot about why um mm. and what i came down to i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of small reasons yeah but i think the biggest reason for me is that they filled the world with too much stuff yes yep yes You're difficulty 100%. is is a big one but not even the main one it's the fact that in wow classic you can run for like and the same with breath of the wild you can run yep. for like 10 minutes real time and run into nothing now Cameron, yeah. and I, that's awesome i i i <laughs> dearly hope that for this very same reason the best game that came out this year for you is not tears of the kingdom right it's not tears <laughs> of the kingdom i mean we're gonna get to that in a bit oh. don't worry don't you worry your sweet little head i'm um, worrying okay so let's move on to best game released in 2023 um yeah. i before we start i will just say this has been a ridiculous year in games but i did brian something you told me mm. um stuck with me and i had to think about it and i think you're totally right this this year had a ton of very good games, but nothing that was incredibly groundbreaking. Yeah, like D D Resident Evil Four remake, Dead Space remake, Diablo Four, Baldur's Gate Three, Mario Wonder, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Like all these Starfield. games. Uh, yeah, Starfield. All these games. Very iterative are, franchises. Yeah, yeah, right. They're very good, but there's no new absolutely groundbreaking thing out of i mean people will argue baldur's gate 3 but it's, like if you had a linear yeah, game it's incredibly it's iterative they just did yeah, it yeah, better yeah. than it had been done on a bigger scale right exactly yeah. and so what i came to realize is that i think in the middle of this year i was like wow these this, this is going to be the best year of gaming of all time and now the end at the end of the year i was like that was a very solid year that yeah. that nothing really stuck with me very no. well except for one thing which we'll get to yeah i completely um, agree i even yeah. didn't end up playing most of them because i would either bounce off them so quickly like starfield i knew they weren't for me yeah um or uh what i did play i at some point um fell off of like a uh, baldur's gate and jedi survivor so yeah. oh yeah jedi was this year too geez yeah mm -hmm. um okay so in that it, that having said that what yeah. was your guys's favorite game that came out this year steven do you need time to think nope Okay. I think it's got? Street Fighter Six. 
Yeah! Hey, that's a good one, yeah. It's so good. Another very iterative franchise. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like they really... I, by the way, I really want it uh, yeah. as well because I want to play with you guys. I just haven't gotten the courage to buy a fighting game for full price. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you know what What was our gateway? Uh, was actually the demo that they released. Yes. Yep. Because like, yeah, I just the whim and we were just playing it. a bunch of demos for fun and we're like, let's try Street Fighter and we're playing it and like, oh. I think I'm getting this. We'll play another round. Mm-hmm. You want to do another one? And then, like, mm-hmm. about 30 minutes in, we're like, hold on. Is this really fun? <laughs> I think yeah. this is really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be so fun to be able to play with you guys without yeah. net, net lag, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have to ask, who is who is the better player right now? Who's <laughs> oh, winning? Brian is, uh, is always yeah. going to be better. Always. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> At everything. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have even asked. I don't, I don't know why I was thinking. Um, um, the thing that absolutely broke the code for us was the new control scheme. Yes, which basically I turns so. it into a Smash Bros. game mm-hmm. where you have your light, you know, your your main attack button, but then you have like one button that will do your different specials when you press it plus forward or it plus down, and it doesn't give you the entire move set of a character, but it gives you enough that like mm-hmm. you can play a full game of Street Fighter without breaking your thumb. I mean, yeah, it, it's yes. very simple to sort of explain if you've played any fighting game before it is a a limited move set so you don't have as yep. many choices and you don't have to do <coughs> button combos or button inputs so you just yeah. usually mm-hmm. press one or maybe two buttons instead yeah. of a quarter circle down hold xa yeah. just to Ugh. do an uppercut like right what makes it so fun is like they put enough simple systems in that game like the meters and the uh the the super uh attacks and stuff they have it's just like constant push and pull rock paper scissors of managing your different resources and figuring out when to use them and when to take advantage of your opponent that it becomes like this little strategy game when you're able to focus on that meta level strategy and not the insane microing mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. uh yep. the button inputs and that's been a blast like the level of play we're able to do versus what we've ever been able to do in a traditional fighting game is, is crazy because yeah. it's like we can actually get past that. You, yeah. you never really get past that additional layer of I need to memorize how to do all these ridiculous awesome. moves. Yeah, the memorization is what always killed. Like, yeah. I love the idea of a fighting game, um, yeah. but the memorization is actually impossible for me. I yeah. cannot remember those crazy combos. Yeah. It, it took me, I mean, you guys saw how how slowly I picked up Smash Bros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even just sitting mm-hmm. there playing game after game after game after game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it took us like four hours for me to understand how to use my side B, you know? It, right. So um, many things are coming at you so quickly. It's almost, right. it's almost like incredible that the human brain can process this this yeah. these minute subtle like li- like lightning fast moments but how are you possibly supposed to contend yeah. with that kind of right. brain activity when your fingers are having to play the piano at the same right. time i mean mm-hmm. it's ridiculous not only are they harder button inputs than you would have in any other genre of game by far but you're having to input them faster than you would have to do in any mm. other game by far so unless you are trained to play fighting games from a young age, it is just too big of an ask. And that, so I think again, Capcom yeah, did the right talking about thing here. Iteration, like fighting games are so slow to change. They're so, yeah. you know, you have yes. like Smash Bros. break off, but no one else really tried to do the same thing. And I think that's what's making me so impressed about Street Fighter VI is not only do they have this new game-changing control scheme, but they have uh, this library of extremely 
uh, readable and easy to demonstrate and practice tutorials. Um, mm-hmm. They will teach you how to do basically every move from every character. E- even in the tutorial, they say, okay, are you overwhelmed right now? That's okay. Hit this beginner mode, and we'll just show you the most important stuff just to get you started yeah. so you can play the game and enjoy that's it. That's really cool. And on top of yeah, all that, they really modernized cool. like, the music. It has a very, like, yeah. well, street style to it now, very, like, yeah. urban MMA championships. And it's like they really seem yeah. to be making a massive push yeah. to bring in a larger audience. And hello, I'm larger audience. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Capcom, I really think, is on fire right now. Yeah. Every yeah. one of their games they've released in the past, like, seven years has done exactly that. Yep. Um, it's improved mm-hmm. and iterated to a point where their games are becoming just... Yeah freakishly good um so i'm really happy a couple months away from dragon's dogma 2 right exactly yeah (laughs) and then like last year was resident Evil 4 remake as well and then like um monster hunter has been doing crazy with world and rise and yeah yeah it's it's been very cool they are Um, on fire they really are um brian is your game of the year also street fighter well i've had several games i did enjoy that i played this year i had a lot of fun with that first act of Baldur's gate i really enjoyed just um I thought that was a mm-hmm. really fun game too. I like that too. Mm-hmm. What super surprised me when looking through everything though is mm-hmm. that I give it to the finals. Yeah. Um, yep. oh. Which I just have had such a good time with this year. Yeah. Which came out of nowhere. You were the one who got me to play it. You're like, hey, there's this weird game. Um, Did I get Parker you know, to play it too? Yeah, I got Parker to play it. So uh, you got yes, Parker. it's my fault. Speaking of Parker, right. he's back again, and he is yeah. apparently addicted to Obsessed. that game so i'm not sure if you did him a service or no or not but it, I, I would if like it was to... one thing or it was another with him yeah yeah <laughs> something that's notable to me and maybe this can lead into your interesting yeah. talking points about finals right. brain right is right. i would basically never have pegged this as a you game right it is like it's an online competitive yeah. sort of like zany team-based game show uh shooter not right. an extraction shooter but like kind of <laughs> it's... yeah i know um i think the best way i can describe it of why i'm having so much fun with it is like um i've always wanted to get really into a battlefield game but mm-hmm. i've never had the like the right uh opportunity to do that I've always wanted to get really into like a good extraction or battle royale game. I've never had the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. just landed at the right place at the right time where it has all the, a lot of the stuff I find fun about the whole battle royale genre. It has a lot of the stuff I find fun about the battlefield genre. And it was in such a way that it's specifically three player. And I've been able to play right. it cooperatively with teams. You had like people. the right people as well, which is yes. very rare. I had the right people, the right game at the right time with things that I've always been tangentially interested in, but never able to really do. Mm-hmm. And they all hit at the right, the right place. That's so, interesting. yeah, it's, it was, has been an incredible amount of fun. Uh, it's not a perfect game. I would not play it solo. Um, it's, uh, but I, it is probably the most fun I've had in a game that came out in 2023. Uh, it, it it's interesting watching you and Parker fall in love with the game. Um, yeah. It I, I'm some okay. So Stephen, just to put it in perspective, I don't love it nearly as much as they do. As a matter of fact, I would probably not play it without them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I I just watch them 
I understand what what's happening though, because we yeah. have these moments of absolute yeah. elation where yeah. the game is unbelievably fun. Um, and then when, the, but then we have a moment to cool off and while they're cooling off, I'm like, I'm bored. I want to keep on playing something like, why are we, why are we stopping? And so there's a disconnect <laughs> for me with the finals, but yes, but when, when it's fun, it is like huge grin on your face, just yeah. like laughing hysterically, like belly laughing, you yeah. know, having a, an amazing time. Like I just those wish kind it was of stories of cooperation <laughs> and ridiculousness that you get yes. in PUBG, but like instead of 45 minutes to one minute it's like three minutes to five minutes like the ratio is fixed to where it's reasonable mm -hmm. and it's all the ridiculous destruction of like a battlefield game where you're throwing things out windows and finding crazy ways into places yep. and and trying yep. to revive your teams and grabbing them and running behind staircases it is so much fun so yeah yep it that, it, that shocked me when you told me the other day that it was yeah. your favorite um but it doesn't now that I think about it, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, I totally see why you liked it so much. Yep. So that's um, been great. 2023, yeah. I agree, Cameron, was it tons and tons of games came out. It's the kind of year that, like, everyone's going to find something. Yeah. And like, there are still so many games I want to go back to. You guys got to play Wonder. You got to play Wonder, please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. want to check out Wonder. I still need to get to Alan Wake. If it will yeah. ever. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm playing I forgot about Alan yeah. Wake, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's not like I've exhausted 2023 yet. There's a lot I yes. still want to play from that year. A lot more Heck, to do. I with still kind of want to go back to Baldur's Gate. I don't know. We should, we can play a co-op campaign. We can play yeah. a three-player campaign in Baldur's Gate, guys. <laughs> that we have that ability. Yeah, that will definitely happen. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, we'll you're see. right. Never mind. All right, Cameron, what did you? Yeah. Uh, what was your game? Okay. So first of did all, I, I convinced you on the finals. <laughs> Um, not the finals. No, sorry. Okay. Uh, I did forget about Alan Wake. Uh, you guys haven't played it, so obviously I won't spoiler it at all. But yeah. you know, there's two characters to play as, and yep. one of them is not as good as the other. Yeah, so I just I got to Alan. I That's just got yeah. to Alan. So if the game was just Alan, it would have been one of my favorite games, almost like in probably in top ten. Like the Alan yeah. sections are unbelievable. Oh, I just cool. can't wait for that. Yeah. The, the the saga the saga areas get better, yeah. but they're very boring. Um, it, do you at all feel like the Alan Wake sections are extremely intense, and then like the saga sections allow you to kind of like okay, take a breather, be a little no. more practical? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, they are they both have their peaks and valleys. Okay. Um, I would say anything that the Alan sections are surrealism, and the saga sections are grounded. Um, yeah, and so when you go into the Allen sections, you're expecting Wayne's uh, uh, Wayne. What? <laughs> Where did that zany, come from? Zany, zany wacky, wacky. <laughs> yeah, zany wacky hijinks. But then you have incredible moments of spooky downtime and horror. Whereas when you're playing a saga, you have crazy action sequences and fighting and killing and then exploration. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they they both have their peaks and valleys, um, okay. but I just think that the way they did the mechanics of Saga is just not as interesting. And it's clear mm. the game was expanded after the fact, mm. after it had been designed. Mm -hmm. um, they added yeah. the Saga stuff, which is fine. It, yeah. I, I would rather the game we got than mm -hmm. a half as long game. So and whatever, you know, you like know. that's the entire design philosophy behind Tears of the Kingdom as well. So that's oh why God. that game turned out so badly. Steven? Okay, Steven. <laughs> So here I am being I, polite. <laughs> I am going to say some things about Tears of the Kingdom, and I want both of you to shut up until all I right. finish saying them. Okay. All I right. guess you know after I all mean, the you, years, Cameron. In your defense, you completely listened to me on the finals, and you let me say my piece 
about mm-hmm. why I liked it. And, you're and very now that you've come so. back around on, on World of Warcraft, I can forgive you all right. the times you complained right. about it. So, <laughs> so let's, let's, yes. hear what, let's hear what you've got to say about this game. All right. Which I, I assume is your pick. I, yes. Tears of the Kingdom was my favorite game last year. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, here's the first thing I'll say. I don't remember what I said back in April or whatever about this game. I actually we haven't don't recorded, remember. but I haven't gone back to it either. Me either. So I assume what I said, because I was pretty lukewarm on the game at the very first. Yeah. Um, I was confused about what I thought about it. I didn't talk to you much about it, Brian, at first, because yeah. I wanted to try to get understand it more. Um, and then I beat it. And then I stopped playing it. Mm. Um, and then I took a lot of what you said to 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 heart because I do that. I latch on to your guys' opinions sometimes because mm, sorry. I respect you guys. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I respect I respect you guys. And if I don't have a fully formed opinion on something, yeah. I t- tend to pick from other people yeah. um, mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. fill in the gaps totally. of my opinion. Um, and so by October, when I hadn't played it anymore, whenever I thought about Tears of the Kingdom, I would get kind of disgruntled. Yeah, uh, I'd be like, oh man, that I've what a disappointment. You know, I just. I feel like they didn't it didn't innovate at all. Well, I remember just, when I, I first the- talked to you about it, you're just like, I literally don't know what to think about it. I'm not right. saying negative. Uh-huh. I'm not saying positive. I just yep. don't know. And that when I when I started to strip away your guys's feelings on the game, I realized yeah. I came to the conclusion that I still felt that way. I yeah. still didn't know how to feel about Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. So I went back to it. <laughs> yeah. And I put another thirty hours into it. Yeah. Um, and man. Uh, that game is so good, guys. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. If you compare it to Breath of the Wild, right? obviously, it's not the same. It's not even trying to be the same game. Right. I, I feel like its big issue is that you are going in expecting tier, more Breath of the Wild. Um, or, even, or even just snippets of Breath of the Wild with something mm-hmm. new. But mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom is an entirely new experience purposefully. It is... Designed from the ground up to not be Breath of the Wild. It is almost the antithesis of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and when you accept that, the Never. game becomes... <laughs> no, shut up! <laughs> when you accept that, the game becomes unbelievably yeah. cool. Mm. Uh, I get it. Breath of the Wild was my favorite game of all time. It's I think both of yours very high up there. Yep. It might be your favorite, Brian, except Outer Wilds. Um, it... it and so when you think of a sequel, it's like, how do you do a follow-up to Shadow of the Colossus? Well, the answer is you don't. But guess what? Yeah. Nintendo did. And I think they did it in the smartest way possible, which is to immediately separate itself from Tears from Breath of the Wild as much as physically possible. So instead of, of, of wandering through the world, exploring and having adventures and getting lost in the beauty of the, of the universe, what you're doing now is you're... You're having a grandiose adventure. You're 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 flying through the air on flying machines, and you're destroying bad guys with with these creations that you made. And you're 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 making these contraptions that are five stories tall. And you're you're it's so it's a different, entirely a different type of game. And when I finally, it took me a while. When I finally accepted that, I realized that the game is incredibly cool. Um, you know, like tackling a pro a problem in the game from the viewpoint of the building mm-hmm. of it, you know, is is so fascinating because it's like, well, you have infinite options. Okay, this time I'm going to build a car. I'm going to attach a, uh, a auto turret to it, but I'm going to put arrows on it so it shoots fire arrows at the enemies as I drive past. Like, so you can't that's a do good that question. Did you, you know up, what I mean? Because I remember the last time I talked to you, you're like, oh, I didn't do any of the building stuff. That stuff was dumb. Did you turn around and all that stuff? Yes, I did. Okay, because that's key. That is, that is not... 
the side portion of the game. Right. That, that is, is the, the game. game. Right. And when I first played it, I was playing it like the Breath of the Wild tools, which this are supposed reminding to enhance. This is a lot of people who loved Banjo-Kazooie playing nuts and bolts. And Boom. Like, yes, I was literally game. getting there, Brian. <laughs> that okay. was his thesis statement. Te uh, Tears of the Kingdom is is, is if Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts was actually also a good game. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. they, it took, it took yeah. Banjo-Kazooie and, and butchered it to make a weird yeah. car game. Tears of the Kingdom yes. took Breath of the Wild, but didn't. It butchered it to make a good car game. Okay. They butchered um, it beautifully, is what you're saying. They butchered it. They, they, they filleted it into a beautiful flame mignon instead of yeah. just, you know, a raw hunk of beef or throw it into a grinder like, like Banjo, Kazooie, Ness, and Bolts did. Yeah. And so, okay. what I get at is, remember when you guys came to me about God of War and you're like, this game sucks? Yeah. And then I said, figure out what the game is offering and, re and play it yeah. with that in mind. And you're yeah. like, oh, that game was pretty good now. Well, I yeah. referenced the same that moment like a couple different times when we were playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm like, look, Brian, yeah. we need to do the God of War thing. We need to, it's, <laughs> our, our, our mindset is the problem. And, and like, I'm really glad that you came around on the building thing because that's what everyone talks about. Like, I feel like that's mm -hmm. going to be the legacy of this game. It's clearly yeah. what the designers are yeah. most excited about. And yeah. although I uh, didn't have the same experience and have like uh, several essays worth of my own uh, up stuck up Stephen thoughts of why it's really bad and and bad and you shouldn't like it either because it's bad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think the most charitable thing that I can possibly say, the most complimentary thing, is <sighs> I am experiencing the Majora's Mask effect. When that game came out and people were expecting Ocarina of Time two, and it was this slightly broken, bonkers, totally different thing, and people yep. hated it. I was always like, no, you guys don't get it. It's brilliant. Now I'm experiencing the, mm -hmm. from the other side, so I can respect right. that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did something really wild with this game. <laughs> yep. And I think and that I... Uh, you make a good point about the building stuff, because I think like where I kind of was with the game was like, all right, how much of this game can I play while trying to ignore the building stuff? Because this seems really clunky and annoying and bad. And... Then I'm like, wow! Now this is literally just a worse Breath of the Wild. Why would I right. play this? Correct. Um, and you're 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 literally right. Mm -hmm. If you right. ignore if the game, yeah. you right. get a bad game. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just worse at doing everything that Breath of yep. the Wild did. Yes, but I agree with that. I I also know you get more tools for the building as the game goes on. You can save you more blueprints. You have more parts. You have more battery meter. Like it, you have parts in your inventory you can pull out. So it become you know mm -hmm. your options widen and the depth of those systems widen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't even chagrin you guys. Yeah. Because I understand exactly where you're coming from. Um, you're right. If you strip away the building, and yeah. also I would say a dash of the, um, like, uh, like the the powers, like you yeah, the zip yeah, yeah. up. Mm -hmm. When you when you get rid of all the new stuff that Breath yeah. of the, Tears of the Kingdom added, you're left with a worse Breath of the Wild. Right. You're totally right. A hundred percent right. But that means you can't ignore the stuff that is new yeah, you however if you don't it. I remember if you don't coolest... like the stuff that is new yeah that is one thing like yeah. totally i i understand it's like the doom uh, the, the the doom eternal argument right. where yeah, people yeah, yeah. really just like myself included dislike doom eternal because they they changed the way the gunplay feels and if you don't like the way it, they changed yeah. it then you're not gonna like the game you can't embrace something you don't like i mean you can try yeah. <laughs> but if you don't then you, whatever you know it's fine i remember um, like the coolest moment we had in tears of the kingdom was like when we built like this little boat 
to get into a cave and the boat yeah. started to fall apart and we had to find ways to rebuild it and then we mm -hmm. found out we could use our power to like shoot out the top of the cave and like when those systems were interlocking it was actually pretty neat but i remember yeah. we're like should we just double down and learn this building system is that really the heart of the game and we said no this seems bad and we turned away from doing that mm -hmm. so we mm -hmm. never gave the building system a real chance i will admit that mm -hmm. and you know that's fine uh yeah. again i'm i'm to the point of my life where i don't have to force people to like something right. i like <laughs> um but in a year or yeah. two or five if you guys are if you guys are feeling generous i would go yeah. back to tears of the kingdom separately yeah. or together and and spend the whatever two hours to yeah. learn and get really good at the building yeah um and see if you like it then who knows okay. you might still hate it and that's yeah. fine i i again yeah. I'm, i i get out of it. curiosity um, what did you think of like the story and that oh it's uh, terrible okay got it <laughs> um yeah and breath of the wild barely had a story but i did enjoy it this game yeah. had barely had a story and i didn't i i will I, let me just say i liked the ganon stuff like the intro yeah. cutscene is amazingly yeah yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Mm. that was um, cool and then it was when, all gone well whenever ganon is involved in a story it's awesome uh, yeah. honestly like yeah. the, i don't know if you got far enough but the story has like time travel and yeah i got the time like travel, shooting some lasers or something it was pretty no more ganon stuff oh yeah, yeah that was a cool flashback yeah. yeah, like the the flashbacks are pretty nifty. Um, yeah. you can watch them in the wrong order, which is annoying. But yeah, like yeah. there is a cool story under there. But the yeah. like the the care like the side the sages are stupid. They're so yeah. awful. Yeah. And um, also I will say it has one of the, my favorite dungeons of all of Zelda in it. Just FYI, okay. um, That's the spirit cool. temple is unbelievably cool. It 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 does what we've wanted Breath of the Wild to do, which is have a dungeon that incorporates the world oh. rather than just be a weird room that you do stuff in you know so i yeah. this is i don't want to get derailed on a whole zelda thing but i, I was a uh, curious the one dungeon we did was the like the flying air yes mm -hmm. cold dungeon um, <laughs> yeah and it really reminded me of the i almost called them altered beasts they're not altered beasts they're altered divine beasts, beasts. <laughs> yeah. divine beasts yeah. from breath of the wild are the other yep. dungeons uh in the same vein or are they do they do different things no they do different things but they don't necessarily do good things the fire temple is um is 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 more of the same except you have to use mine car it's more of an open area and you have to use mine cards which is pretty cool actually yeah. um i like the mine cards. Uh, the water temple is is just the same thing except you, there's low gravity for some reason. Yeah. The water temple is very bad. Um, the spirit temple is completely different. It is a yeah. entire it is an entire puzzle based dungeon. There is basically no enemies, and yeah. it's all about moving. It's like it's like the spirit temple in Ocarina of Time, where you have to bounce light all over the place, but you have to mm. use your environment to do it properly. And That's it's cool. awesome. Very interesting. That sounds um, really cool. And then the fifth temple is entirely different as well um you 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 it's more of a it's an individual it's like five shrines stitched together but like they have proper stitching when uh, you put them they together. actually they, like, they, they influence each other yes that's cool um the yeah. fifth the fifth dungeon is a secret one you guys don't know about sorry i spoiled it it's um, not just like the indian ganon's castle it's like no no it's a it's an actual you, there's a fifth sage and a fifth dungeon okay um it. so it's pretty cool um okay. so yeah I, they, they do better than the divine beasts but they yeah. do not do they only only i think actually nail it twice which this is the spirit temple and the final, and the final temple yeah. so okay 
Well, All that's right. good to know where I can focus my time on when I go back to it. And I say when because at some point I'm going to. In our lives, we will probably need to. Um, um, if you have beaten freaking yeah. Skyward Sword, right. you There were moments to, in yeah. the game again <laughs> when we would start fooling around with the building system and like try to create crazy traps. There were like, there were funny and enjoyable moments with it. I think it was just, especially the first time playing. It's yep. like... You took a game that perfected one of the coolest genres and experiences of playing a game ever and then made a game mm-hmm. in a genre I'm barely interested in touching, which is the creator-builder genre. Yep. And suddenly ch- doing a genre switch that stark was just a lot to take in. It's actually yep. making me upset to think about, so maybe we should move on to the next category. <laughs> well, I think I'm I, glad... Steven's a little less open-minded right now <laughs> about this particular I'm going to go back to The Last of Us Part Two, where the good games oh, are. Oh, God. Oh, I will punch you. Um, oh we're moving on now. Yeah. I, by the way, I feel better getting that off my chest. I've been <laughs> that was very well seven said, Cameron. I, I, <laughs> I feel uh, well-informed and both justified in my opinions while also Challenge. realizing what my also blind spots were. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Good. That's exactly what I aim to do in my entire life. Let's <laughs> awesome. move on. Can you remind um, me, what was your game you played? Favorite game you played? I couldn't for the life of me remember. WoW Classic? That was it. Okay. Okay, okay yeah. Um... The next topic, um, I have nothing for this one. Uh, so surprise, surprise, the biggest surprise of the year. Okay, surprise, <laughs> Stephen. What's your surprise? <laughs> surprise. Um, I, I feel Cameron is confused by this topic. <laughs> I was somewhat confused by it as well. Well, surprise. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I didn't plan for this. Um, All right, oh, we're no. skipping surprise. Yeah. I'm cool with that. The next one we're talking about is your favorite music of the year. Um, All right. Oh, I'll start because I already have what was that for me this year. Um, <laughs> okay, well said. <laughs> I, I'm dying here, guys. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I didn't listen to much music last year, um, yeah. and so what really captured me and and this is actually not a recommendation for you guys. You will hate this. <laughs> um, don't listen to it. But there's a TV show, or well, it's a it's a YouTube show technically called Hell of a Boss. Okay. Uh, and it's this very wacky adult cartoon that ends up having like between one and five songs per episode, huh. and they're all incredibly good. Um, and uh, and you guys would hate it. Yep. Uh, so mm-hmm. do not listen to it. I'm okay. actually serious. You will hate it. Okay. Um, but I fell in love and like, you know how YouTube and Spotify does like the wrap up at the end of the year where right, it's like, here's right, the top right. five songs to listen to. Mine was like Avenge Sevenfold, uh-huh. uh, Fair to Midland, and then Hell of a Boss uh, Clown Bitch. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, sweet. I love that. <laughs> that sounds exactly like what I would love, Cameron. I don't know why <laughs> you're warning me away from Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yep. That's it just, just Cameron's like, mind. That's, that's a <laughs> Wait, pretty can much. this go in 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 surprise of the year? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah sure. This random cartoon that I started mm-hmm. watching has musicals and that are amazingly good Disney level musicals. <laughs> right. Um, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot better so what about than you guys? That, did you play the Stray Gods? Did you try that? Oh yeah. boy, I did. The musical that didn't land. I was so sad about that. Yeah. It's like here, take the worst musical you like. Like high school freshman musical performers yeah. and that's what that game was and the um, thing that makes me sad about that is i listen to the podcast that austin wintry is on and yeah. uh he was involved with it and yeah. another a guy on the podcast troy baker was involved with it mm. and they were yep. so excited about it they're so into it they put the amount of like uh of 
of combinations that you could encounter throughout the game mm-hmm. but it's all uh, yeah like yep. um I don't know what's the word like modular, like a modular musical that's interactive, and yep. they were just so into it and working with all their best friends, and like I wish it had like done better. Uh, that, it, the like problem was little... that it 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 was they were literally just bad singers on top of actual bad writing. Mm. Like you know how, you know how some like poor musicals like the stanza is like A B A C, and you're like what that that, yeah. that line didn't make or A B C D like there's no rhyming scheme here like they they wrote themselves into corners where they had to have so many variants of this the lyrics that the lyrics would just yeah. not flow literally at all it felt like somebody made a musical in 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 taiwanese and then translated it into english oh in harsh, the same right. harsh but i get what you're going for Cameron. yeah yeah i just couldn't stand and it has like ashley johnson my favorite actress in it and i was oh, like wow. she sounds so horrible <laughs> um yeah, yeah not a fan Sorry. Anyways, what's your guys' favorite music this past year? Um, I have a lot of them. I went back into uh, Marco Sfogli's uh, past album that I hadn't heard before. He's this guitarist who does oh, kind of instrumentalist. Great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Love what's what's the genre? Uh, I mean, instrumental guitar pretty much covers it. Yeah, yeah, he has a lot like of. Part. I love the tone of his guitar playing. Yeah, uh, it has so much emotionality. Very to it. Steve Vai, Joe Cetriani. Like, yes, that, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of world. Um, yep. So I went back and listened to "There's Hope," which I hadn't heard from him before. Cool, and that's I just listened to that so much. It's such yeah. a good album. The fantastic, um, that's one choice. of my favorites. Cool. I mean, I that's had a lot cool. of music I loved uh, this year. It was very wide ranging. Um, mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to go with for like single thing that stuck out the most for a couple reasons is um, uh, Avenged Sevenfold because Yay! one we talked through their whole new album and that was yes. super fun and yep. well I don't love that whole album Cosmic was such a good song yeah. that it's like it might be my favorite single song that I listened to the whole year and on top yep. of that I went to a concert for them and uh, while they yep. didn't play that song and that was sad. That was also a very memorable experience and super cool. Is that this great outdoor venue near us, and they were uh, they were fantastic. So I had a really good time. So that was definitely my most memorable music. It felt like a great capstone on all of the listening we'd done through through them over yeah, the last few years. I'm really glad you enjoyed that, and I I agree. I think if I had to choose a single song, Cosmic would probably be it. That song. Yeah. What I wrote for Cosmic because we we. <clears throat> We do our uh, yeah. the musical analysis thing, and I wrote, um, I write things down because I can't remember anything. Yeah. Uh, and I'm buying time because I'm pulling it uh-huh. up. What I wrote is um, the song is transcendent. It hits the perfect brain spot, especially in the back half. I literally found myself crying. Something about it reminds me, uh, it reminds me of that particular solo on Nightmare and the song Victim, where for a split second you see through the matrix. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just this <laughs> yeah. song that. Yeah. With those drums kick in at the end and they're just playing the chorus forever echoing out it's it is transcendent music absolutely and avenged only has a few moments like that and that is one of them yep Um, i agree with this entirely yeah it's very special very cool yeah and i'm glad you were i'm glad you i'm glad we shared music that's so cool i love doing our little sit down and listen to a whole album in a row thing together so even you're welcome to join us with that when we do it um yeah i would be very interested to do the next one that sounds we are about to do one uh with fair to midland if you would like to join us for that i 
Yes, that would be good. Cool. Okay, I, I don't I'll know send what you the, that band is, but I'll do it. <laughs> I will send you the details if you would like yeah, to. That'd be fun. Uh, yes, listen, yes, listen I would like yes. details. Okay, um, let's go next topic. Um, we are at fifty-two minutes, so we'll start okay. hitting these a little faster. Yeah. Um, best book. Go, Stephen. Um, oh, so many good books this year. Really? Um, That's cool. How many books do you think you read? Probably. Let me see. Six, seven. I'm counting. Yeah, I, I, I figured. <laughs> Probably like uh, around twenty, maybe. Wow, that's really um, a lot of books. Uh, nice. I I read my first manga this this year oh. with oh, Delicious yeah. in Dungeon, which Zach gave me to me for like for Christmas, like I don't know, five years ago or something. Oh wow! Um, and I I loved that. Um, did you tell I, him you read that? Yes, I did. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, and now the anime is out on Netflix, so I'm going to look at that as well. That seems pretty cool. You uh, tried getting through Harry Potter again? I'm trying to get through Harry Potter again, yep. taking a break, but I made it up to book four. Um, is, wait, you're finding it hard to read Harry Potter? I find reading I Harry Potter similar to how you find watching Avatar. Yes, oh, that's a really I, good... Uh, I, people keep really saying it's well going to get good, and I'm like, I don't not like it, but it just feels like kind of a middle-aged children's product, but I do appreciate it. Um, I read all of book five in one day. <laughs> I had friends who did that when I was a yep. kid, and yep. Yep. I respect it, but um, a, a, a big thing for me this year, maybe I'll just count this as my thing, is I've decided to read presidential uh, autobiographies. Uh, in chronological order in reverse. So I started with Biden, um, and I'm going backwards. And Uh, so I have made it down. I'm almost done, about an hour left of my audiobook on George W. Bush. Oh, wow. So you've done Obama, Trump, and Biden so far. And Obama, I did read two books, and he has another one coming. He's a very verbose person. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that has been kind of my defining. I've been loving hearing your uh, your notes uh-huh. and, and thoughts going through those. That's been so interesting. It's when? it's it's so cool seeing all of these stories connect one by one as the mm-hmm. title right. of president is passed from from person to person. Um, and uh, I don't know. I I really like hearing. Assuming these aren't ghost written, I'm pretty sure most of them aren't hearing it from the president's own words them you know in george w bush's book there's a lot of him kind of trying to defend himself from all of these mistakes that he made and also like copying to some of them and Mm -hmm. uh obama's was you know it actually started from a story about his his past that way way before he was president he wrote which was dreams from my father uh and then I followed that up with his time in the White House and seeing how those connected. And like Trump, you can't even find an autobiography. All he writes are like business books. And the mm. one uh, like kind of presidential book he wrote is was basically like a, a kind of a, an ad campaign for his upcoming presidency, like in 2016. So like it, it's like totally different views from very, very different people. So that's been hmm. really interesting. Yeah, that's a very cool project to do. I, I, that's. I don't know how you're going to get to the end of that. It's a lot of books, but good luck. <laughs> hey, I'll run out of presidents someday. Do they all have autobiographies? I doubt it. Uh, uh, but it's. I would guess going into the seventies, I bet everyone wrote one at some point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. That, cool. 
I know that Ulysses Grant had one, so you might be at this for a while. <laughs> okay. Well, then you can just start reading the Wikipedia articles on each of them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Maybe by the time I get to, to Grant, which is really Obama's funny because years and years ago, yeah. I started doing this project chronologically forward. So I it wasn't mm-hmm. autobiographies, but I read biographies on Washington, Jefferson. Adams, oh, I was wondering where I heard this I, this plan yeah. from before. I so, was like, oh, that was Stephen who did that, huh? So okay, if you can get all the way back to Lincoln, we'll have met in the middle. Yeah, that's fun. That's you got fun. to Lincoln? My God. I did okay. get, well, I had to skip some that like no one wrote biographies in some of those people. But I, I listened to a lot of them. I remember a very small percentage of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fun. Uh, um, what about your book this year? My book this year was actually, it's called Where the Waves Turned Back. And it was... The, written by a guy named Tyson Motzenbacher, and he actually was an opening artist for a Switchfoot concert that I went to several years ago. And um, he's like a singer-songwriter guy. I really like his music, and he released a book. I think it was actually released in 2023 about the journey he took walking up the coast of California, which he did after his mother died of cancer. And he just, the last dying wish from his mother was basically you should do something crazy to process this. Um, And he was like in his 20s at the time. So he decided he was going to take a 40-day basically hike on foot up the coast from San Diego to San Francisco. Hmm. Um, And this is the book just cataloging his uh, journey and what that was like. And he's just a very thoughtful guy and a very um, interesting and good writer. And it was actually this pilgrimage that made um john foreman notice him and decide to have him open for their band it, it sounds um, like a very john foreman type of thing it's to a do, very honestly. john mm-hmm. foreman type of thing yeah, to do. Yeah. and it's a very well written book and lots of interesting insights in it and uh yeah so i really really enjoyed that i got steven to read it as well uh, nice yeah i think i saw him live with one Boston of the Switch Foot concerts yeah yeah I that wouldn't so. surprise me was that yep. like 2018 2019 roughly yeah, that was it yep. yep i saw him live then i think i yep. remember him telling a story similar to that so that's pretty yep. cool yeah he's an unusual thinker and an unusual talker like yeah. he's just very deadpan very west coast it's hard to tell if it's like extremely intense or extremely laid back i yeah. guess that's very west coast <laughs> especially but... like northwest coast like that depressed kind of seattle vibe is really what mm-hmm. you get from him yeah 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 but i mean i didn't enjoy the book as much as you did but i also realized that my copy in audible was was messing up and it was just randomly skipping around so i'm like hey this is a confusing (laughs) storyline yeah no it was not very confusing when listened to properly i'm I'm gonna go back when i've given it some time also i was just looking at goodreads and apparently i I totally miscounted i read like 35 books last year wow Uh, that's a lot of books man some of my favorite books like i read some amazing books man it was a good year like what? what what were some of the other ones um, the Remains of the Day by Kazuo Ishiguro. Oh right, was yeah, 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 fantastic. Uh, that is, it was like the an almost slice of life story about a British butler written by a, a Japanese author, which is yeah, huh. interesting. Yeah. Um, the Choice Embrace the Possible was incredible by okay. Edith Eager. Don't um, know. she was a Holocaust survivor. Oh right, you told me about that. Yes. Yes. Who. Because I remember sentence at family dinners, you'd be like, yeah, I'm reading seven different books right now. And it's like, <laughs> it's been a big reading, uh, reading year for you, for sure. It definitely has. Um, yeah. And Richard Rohr, reading lots of Richard Rohr as well. He, oh, yeah. Cameron, you like him because he's from uh, 
Catholicism. Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my it's kind of guy. Still so <laughs> Sorry, funny. that was a joke that wasn't recorded. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we yeah, can, lots uh, of good Cameron, books. what is your book? Yeah, so I actually realized when you mentioned manga, I read a lot of manga this year. Really? Um, my friends took me to a giant manga store in Portland when I was up in Portland, and I was like, wow, I realized that, I think I might have said this on the podcast, but oh, right. manga is like anime, but not cringe. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes, and, it's so much more palatable. Yeah, it's I think tolerable. I told you this, Stephen, actually. Um, yeah. And yeah, exactly. I don't, you can, you can, because you are acting out the voices. Well, I mean, I do this. I act out the voices in my head when I read stuff. You can be not cringe when you mm -hmm. act out the voices in your head, which makes anime awesome. So yeah. I bought like five different manga to try out. Uh, I, I bought Beastars, which I very much enjoyed. Uh, I bought Chainsaw Man, which I did not like. Mm -hmm. um, I bought Dragon Ball Z. I bought the, the new one and I enjoyed that quite a lot. Uh, I bought Scott Pilgrim, which was great. Not really a manga, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, and but now, but the favorite book I read was I was I. Expanse is my favorite TV show, and I've been trying to get through the books, and the books are very good. But I was struggling to read the books, knowing that I had already known what was happening in the TV show. Um, yes. And just for just for perspective, the TV show is books one through six, and they haven't made seven, eight, and nine in the TV show because there's a time jump there, um, and so. I was like, I can't get through book four or five. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And my friend Evan, Coffee Evan, yeah, Evan, he goes, um, Cameron, just skip books four, five, and six and read the new content. And I was like, what? Well, I can do that? And he's like, yeah, you know what's happened already. It's, it's exactly the same as in the TV show. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And so I read <laughs> yeah. book seven, and it was so awesome. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was so good. And it's my favorite freaking series of all time, and I love it. Um, so you're going to read so book good. eight? Yeah, yeah. I read book seven in a day and a half, and so oh, okay. I I had to like take a break because yeah. I read it so fast, and I wanted yeah. to process the book, and I did. Yeah. I, I have it processed now, and yeah. so I'm probably actually going to start reading book eight this weekend. Oh wow, um, perfect! Yes, yeah, see, it was that's very good. That's the nice thing about my case. For like one of my favorite shows of all time is The Crown, and if I want more content. I just read history books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect it's a perfect formula. There I wish you go. Maybe in the future that'll be what the expanse is is, is future history. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, I, the expanse is still my favorite sci-fi of all time. It's just unbelievable. Wow. I love it so much. Um, next up, life change. Um, okay, I, I can start this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you have been keeping track of the look back thingy, which by the way, I, I did have a look back. <laughs> uh, we've been calling yeah. it, it the look back thingy since at least 2017. Okay. Um, got it. Yeah. And okay. so I think that's a consistent you, one. Yeah. If you follow it, then you know that once in a while I come in and say, Hey, this was the year where I held steady and nothing really changed and yeah. um, no real improvements, but no real disimprovements. Yeah. Uh, that was this, that was last year for me. Um, yeah. There was a lot of bad that happened, including a, the loss of a friend of mine, um, right. which was awful. Yeah, that was but like then, in March or April, right? Yeah, it was, I believe, wow, in, I believe in April, that. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but then there was a lot of good. Like, I, I traveled a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. I visited you guys. I visited Portland. I visited Seattle. Like, I, I did a lot. And so I think, yeah. and then I had a lot of health problems, but then I'm also steadily working towards fixing them. Um, and... So it kind of just evened out. Yeah. Um, I I think I think it was a net neutral overall. Yeah. Um, oh, right, high highs and low lows, and you kind of yeah. came back where you started. 
Yeah, and like I don't even think that's really bad because it mm-hmm. all yeah. of this was growth. Um, and yeah. I was in a good spot last year. Yeah, you're so starting can... from a good place. You weren't starting right. from being miserable. There have been times we have recorded where you're like, if I do not change in the next year, that will be horrible. Because right. I'm like at something, such a bad something has point. to change in the next year, or yes. I will like die. Yeah, um, that's not where you are right now. No, I'm very happy with my job. Very happy with my life in general. Um, I mm-hmm. there's a lot to improve still. My health is still not great. Um, yeah. now I also owe a bunch of money for my health stuff, which is real cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I still feel fine. And yeah. this next year I'm optimistic, slightly optimistic that this will be a little bit more of a swing year up. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my life change. Just a general look mm-hmm. back on life and, and you know what? I'll actually, I'll make some learning experience here with this because yeah. my These learning experience, yeah, my learning experience was very specifically, um, that I learned that you like every year I'm like, I have to get healthier. I have to work towards, you know, getting healthier. And this yeah. is the year that I learned that you have to be way more than active with this stuff. You have to yes, be proactive, mm-hmm. super, super like hammering forward. If you even give one inch of laziness to your health, yeah. it just gets away. It'll from eat you. up everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that's exactly. why this year I had like I had I had an endoscopy last year. I had whatever Fine. the one that's called where it goes up your nose. Um, like I I ha- I'm t- I'm doing allergy shots. Like yeah. this was the year of hitting my deductible. That's why I owe a bunch of money. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I've had years like that where it's just yes. like it's time to do everything and get this thing done. And yeah. no yep. more excuses. Yep, and it's probably going to lead. I will just give you guys some spoilers. Uh, it's probably going to lead into getting tonsils removed this year. Um, oh, really? And uh, yeah, because because the throat the throat issue, they stuck a camera down my stomach, and it's like nothing's wrong with you. And they stuck a camera up my nose, and they're like, "There's nothing's wrong with you." But I'm like, guys, my throat still hurts. So um, and they're like, "Have you considered it's the uh, screaming that is contributing?" <laughs> it's the screaming. Yeah, my my mom, she I feel for her because she feels so bad that I feel bad all the time. She's always offering suggestions, and she mm-hmm. was like, "Maybe it's because you talk too much." And I'm like, "Mom." <laughs> Thanks, mom. It hurts when I it hurts when I wake up. What do you huh? Like, <laughs> I can yeah. say nothing all day and it hurts. Um, yeah. But, I mean, she's just trying to help. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Or that, she's trying is... to hint. No, Cameron, I, shut she up. didn't phrase it quite like that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> she phrased it nicer. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's that's basically my 2023, and here's to more surgeries in 2024. Here's to fewer tonsils <laughs> in 2024. I'm not toasting yes. to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What about you guys? Uh, I think I blew up my microphone a couple times. So oh, okay. I apologize. That's okay. That's I'm okay. yelling too much. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, How's your throat? What are life change? I think undeniably the biggest life change is. Our stupid dog. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ah, yes. My foot is resting right now on our biggest life change. <laughs> <laughs> on your stupid dog. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kazooie yeah. uh, just kind of got dropped under our lap in like March of this Literally. year. Or last year, I guess. Yeah. Um, yep. And it was the thing where it's like, yeah, I guess we haven't really talked about her on the podcast at yep. all. Um, but... One of our pet sitters, um, one of our employees, rather, because we run a pet sitting business, um, found this dog just abandoned in a crate by the side of the road. And she's like, hey, can you just watch her for maybe a day or two while I find an owner for her? And we're like, uh, sure. So come over at 10 o'clock at night. It's fine. Um, mm-hmm. She dropped 
her off. And I would say, Brian, would you say it's fair within 45 minutes? We were kind of like, we should keep this creature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should probably just keep her. Uh, so yeah. we named her Kazooie. Uh, and ever since then, she has been integrated into our life is just a euphemism that holds no water. She is has become yeah. your life. She, yeah. is, she wants to become her life. She wants us to sit in a circle and stare into each other's eyes 24-7. And that's <laughs> all we do from now on. She is just such yep. a people dog um, to except the point me. of having separation except, anxiety. So it's kind me. of a problem. But yeah. um, just, the, just the sheer amount of joy that is packed yep. into this creature her emotions are just on her sleeve uh collar i don't know um and she's i don't know it feels like we've had her for three years (laughs) for good i literally i'm like wait we've only had her for like eight months right i actually had the same thought i was like kazooie feels like she's been part of your guys's family since i've known you guys i know (laughs) yeah she is just so integrated in this house just every moment of every day she's yeah always around for good and ill but she's yeah. a really great yeah. dog in so many ways uh she's just also infuriating and annoying as well uh, so, so you know what i i think i would rather have an animal that is amazing and infuriating me at the too time. that's my I, yeah. favorite kind of animal yes yeah both of my cats are that yeah. way they they are i love them to death but oh my god i want to actually kill them sometimes yeah. but i wouldn't have it any other way like <laughs> why have an animal if they're completely docile yeah or <laughs> they're completely insane and don't have any love yeah. you know what i mean like well, i feel like you pick your pets like you pick your friends people who you love but make you furious like that's the- <laughs> <laughs> right exactly well you don't even yeah. get to pick it sometimes you know that's just like, true she fell into your lap and she's that's perfect true. And, and she's just I, yeah it's the right place for her yep and, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy you guys found her i hope yeah. that someday she shows me the love that I she know. has shown you guys so and much and she loves um, parker which is the crazy thing oh my god and me and parker are basically parker. the same people too so i don't understand she just needs to learn to transfer that so. <laughs> oh my god anyway. i should come in and wearing parker's clothes next time i visit it yeah probably exactly work, yes. yeah. yeah perfect we'll just She's do that, that smart. <laughs> yeah um is, so brian is that your also your, your life change you think that is my life change yeah has been a, yeah um, I'm happy for you guys. I that's yeah. that's so cool to to lock into a member of the yeah. family. Uh, yeah, we didn't even awesome. try to get a dog. Like our mm-hmm. mom had been trying to get a dog for so long and going through foster after foster and not able to find the right pick and we just accidentally ended up with one. <laughs> We're just like, "Oh, okay. Cool. This works." Yeah. I I feel I felt bad for your mom yeah. listening to her talk about how long it took her to find yeah. a dog. Right. And and I, I was like, "Well, first of all, kudos to you for being able to not take the first dog that appears because for me i couldn't foster because i would too, i would fall in love immediately with yeah. anything that came to yeah. my house even yeah. if it was the wrong fit so kudos yep. to her for sticking to her guns and finding a pet that actually yeah. works and then the dog she got was this insanely hyperactive yep. like like <laughs> frustratingly loving but like to a to even a crazier degree than kazooie yes i forget his name what's his Tucker. name Tucker, Tucker. Yeah. yeah, and He's who crazy. Oh, and who also hates well not, not hates loves Kazooie and Kazooie. But hates he will him. try to play with Kazooie and yeah. Kazooie doesn't yeah. like that because he's about fifty times her weight. So yeah, yeah. Is Tucker doing better by the way? He's getting there. He's still crazy, but he's doing yeah. better. That's yeah, good. very slowly. Dogs, man. Yeah, you, you, animals. Cats dude, are so like, much less work, but yeah, that is not true. Wait, you, you don't think take so? Take that back. You don't think my so? cat. 
My cat literally attacked me the other day. What are you oh, talking okay, about? Okay, never mind. Your cats are insane. <laughs> I tried I, to I've, leave uh... my house and my cat swiped at me and, and tried to front on me to tell me not to leave. I'm like, All right. so no, I don't want to yeah, hear Yeah, Kazooie hasn't dogs. done that yet. <laughs> yeah. Kazooie pretends like she's going to bite and then just runs yeah. into your leg. <laughs> and also, like, I have worked for a training company, uh, yeah. in, in a pet training company, and let me tell you, you can train a dog. Mm-hmm. You just can't with a cat. Like, no, nope. yeah. I mean, you can, but you kind of can't. Cats are predators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Terrifying. Even if you have a cat trained, they will still do the thing they that they will do the thing you want them to do when they want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Not when you want them to do it. They're like uh, they're like Garfield. That's why it's a comic strip about it. Okay. Anyways, next topic. We're not talking about Garfield. <laughs> learning experience. But that was my learning experience. My learning experience was all the Garfield no. I read this year. Ah, uh, we're skipping that one. Next, next one. Uh, no. Uh, um, learning experience. You already did yours, right, Cameron? Yes, I am done with mine. Yep. And the one for me by far was um. Early this year, back you know January, February, I was still really, really struggling with the um, with the anxiety stuff and all the physical mm-hmm. symptoms from the anxiety, and uh, it's rough stuff. Uh, but I found I'd been working with a counselor for a while, but I started. Um, I just sent my info into this other like nutritionist because I'm like, oh, sh- that might be helpful to kind of get my uh, uh, diet and stuff and gear, and maybe that'll be that'll be good. And did a consultation with her, and she's also an anxiety therapist in addition to being a nutritionist. And from the very first phone call I had with her, I realized that she understood my situation and had actual solutions for my situation like no one else I'd ever talked to over the last oh, few wow. years. And I remember talking to Stephen after that call and being like, I think this is going to change things. Mm-hmm. I think this person actually gets it. Well, because from, from be... the outside, I had seen you go through yeah. noble dead end after dead end. Yeah, uh, and you had a completely different demeanor when you were telling me about her, right? And my instinct was right. There has never been a person in my life who has affected my life more than this person outside of wow. like, my family. Like, I can't be more grateful for the like the insight and the um, help she has given me over this last year of not just like kind of listening while I talk, like kind of is the. Um, uh stereotype of counselors but being like i understand where you are i've literally gone through what you have and here are all of the practical things you can do to get through it and she was dead on about all of them and so what i learned about anxiety and what i learned to like deal with it and come out of it over this last year has been pretty much the biggest learning experience i've ever had and she has been absolutely amazing to work with so that's definitely been the big one for me that's awesome. I yeah, I don't think I heard too much about this until now. I think you might have. I mentioned in passing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's super cool, and and it's I, once in a while these past couple of years when you were at your lowest, I would always yeah. go to Stephen and be like, uh, Brian, yeah. is he okay? And Stephen would be like, No, and I'd be like, No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, this year was noticeable in the fact that I didn't have to ever go to Steven and say, how's Brian? Yeah. Because Brian, yeah. you were always there and you were doing good, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was really cool to, to see that, yeah. to see the improvement from you. I mean, it um, says a lot that we're playing street fighter together, right? Like that's right. a very intense. We're back, I'm back to doing everything. I, I remember on one of our first calls, she's like, yeah, within a few months, you can be back to doing everything you were doing before you were struggling with the anxiety. And I'm like, that's complete insanity. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're wrong. That's not going yeah, to happen. Yeah. But she was right. And it's, uh, you know, there are still, it's not like 100% uh, 
um, all the way. And I still see ways that I could relapse if I went back into my old kind of patterns of how I was dealing with things. But it has been a genuine change. And the huge thing has just been not being confused by frustrated with or afraid of the anxiety like I was before. Like it, mm. it makes sense in a way it never did before because like it's really, really um, disorienting when your body is doing things it has just never done before and you have mm-hmm. no idea why. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's an extremely disorienting experience. And like everything you've been trained with is if your body's doing these things, you're in true health danger and you should be afraid. Like that's what you would assume. Um, and so it's been it's been a long journey, but this has been the biggest turning point I've ever had with it by far. And I uh, it just came. I didn't. One of those things like Kazooie, like I was not expecting that when I contacted her. I yeah. thought she was going to give me some extra nutrition advice in addition to the counselor mm-hmm. I was working with. But instead, uh, it was. Yeah, it was it was pretty incredible. So that is that is very, very cool to hear. Uh, I, I I feel like I probably should eventually at some point also do some sort of therapy. I think it would be helpful for most people to do yeah. it, honestly. But mm-hmm, yeah. I think like you, I, it, it's just so hard to yeah. trust somebody enough. Yeah. And I mean, I've worked with multiple counselors and some I'm like, no, don't bother. Because some counselors, it's like you're wasting your money and you're not really getting anything from it. Like it right. has to be the right person yep. for the right situation. And like same with the person I've been working with. She's like, I went through many counselors before I found someone that was helpful. And mm-hmm. so it can be difficult, but it I highly recommend it for if you can find the right person, the right situation, because sometimes they just have the information. And then once they can learn specifically where you are and give you specific advice tailored to you, that can make a very huge difference. And yeah, life, so very cool. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 glad I hope you can continue to grow uh, as too. the year goes on, the new year goes on. Um, yeah. Steven, what about, what about you? Steven? Yeah. Well, I can't really follow that up. <laughs> I don't think that was a good story. Well, like for me, it, I mean, it, I also you did. get the lows for the highs. Like I literally wasn't here last year because my anxiety was so bad. Yeah. So like, yeah, quite yeah. right, quite right. And I definitely feel like I am in a very fortunate to be in a great place yeah. right now. I think I'm in the best shape I've yeah. ever been in, probably nice. in my life. And I'm just get it's just getting better. Um, just so many projects on the horizon and just i'm in a very good place mm-hmm. in life right now so i think sometimes when i'm in those places i didn't don't necessarily have um you know a right. grand sort of a new mm-hmm. life lesson to to mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. to the to the table with and what i really did learn through last year the biggest narratives my biggest highs and the lows i don't really uh, want to talk about <laughs> sure yeah, i podcast. know what you're talking about and that i completely mm-hmm. understand so Honestly, I think, I mean, I'm always, I feel like the first one to step yeah. up to the plate and be vulnerable on yeah. the internet, but this might be going a little too far. Right. So yeah. um, I will just, I will just instead say that one big thing that I learned and relearned in 2023 is that failing at stuff is okay. Yeah. And that, cause I failed on big things and small things. I, I failed making big creative projects yeah. for brian's birthday it just went bad <laughs> instead I, I you know i'm used to those being utter delights but like i didn't do a very good job last year i did i had some like some moments where i'm just like have i just lost my steven touch <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like and uh something that i really i don't know i feel like i've internalized looking back on the year is like um 
life is not a sum total of the outcomes of the successes that you've had. Of course, I already knew that. But there's something, I think, I don't know, comforting and real to to recognize that, oh, it was the actual life that I was living and the life that I am living now that is what I'm going to mm-hmm. remember. Like, that is what's worthwhile. It was all those moments that I just, you know, went out and took walks in yep. the morning or just playing around a street fighter or those things that you forget about that kind of, I don't know, comprise ultimate meaning in life in a lot of ways. So I think that was maybe what I'll bring to the table. Yeah, I I think that's wise. You are accumulation of your experiences and even your bad experiences are adding to your repertoire, essentially. Um, yes. And a lot of the times you're going to grow the most from failure. Yes. I've, I've, nope. I've heard it say nope. that like once you reach a certain age, especially, success has nothing left to teach you. Uh, you'll just keep coasting mm. and not growing if you do that. But it is through those times when it's like, this is the worst thing that's happened to me, uh, or this is an abject negative yeah. in my life. And it's only when you look back on it at the next hilltop, maybe even years down the road, that you think, whoa, where I am now is because that yeah. happened. Yeah. And I think that's really helpful. To yeah, remember. that's awesome. Yeah, I completely and totally agree. Um, yeah, same. I. I've had the peaks and valleys and every time I come out of the valley, it's not immediately, but you do eventually learn how it helped you become the person you are today. I, I feel like in the last three, four years, I have grown so much looking back at myself, yeah. even just on the podcast, like five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Just useless human being. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> absolutely. And like for me, like the anxiety stuff has absolutely been the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life, but it's also... Mm-hmm. I have learned more about myself, um, mm-hmm. both learning how to overcome it and what led to it, that it's been the catalyst for all good change that's come to be over the yes. last year or two. So like And something I think that's that's kind of dead on because like I've been journaling pretty actively since God, I want to journal so bad. Yeah. Oh, so cool. And at least I will I will go back and recap yeah. my year. Uh, I didn't like do monthly journaling until more recently, but um uh, I, I also would like at least write little things yeah. down, like three things that happened the day yeah. previous that I appreciated. I've been doing that. That's so awesome. Dang yeah. it. <laughs> and something that I, I've actually noticed in the pattern is I think 2019 was one of my hardest mm. years of all time. That was the year I had jaw <laughs> surgery, which just destroyed yeah. me yep. and made me rethink a lot of things that I thought I knew. Yep. Um, like and... how to chew. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm great at now. <laughs> so, Bam. That, I'm really happy for you, Stephen. That's a great life improvement right there. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Thank you. But the, the pattern that I was noticing is that after that year, when I changed some things about the way I lived, the way I thought, even the way I interpreted reality itself, uh, largely because of that dark period, I guess I can see even in my writing style, the turns of phrases I will use, the appreciation I will have for like nature and for writing and all that kind of stuff. It really came from that mm-hmm. period. Um, it reminds me of the uh, Buddhist Zen teacher Thich Nhat Hanh has a saying where, uh, well, the phrase goes, no mud, no lotus which basically means that the beautiful lotus flower cannot grow from anything but dirt well, dirt, dirt yeah. and mud. 
Oh. Um, and I've really experienced that pretty directly. And it sounds like, Brian, you have as well. And hearing you, Cameron, you have too. So I think that might be a deep truth of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's always funny hearing about younger generations thinking that they invented, like, stuff. And th I think this just yeah. happens to everybody. Um, yeah. Everybody who's well adjusted, at least, or or yeah. or or willing to become better, I guess, is the better yeah. way to put it. Yeah, because you kind of have to start out maladjusted to right, and and also willing and have the uh, the drive to become a better person. Um, yeah. and yeah, mm -hmm. my still, I mean, twenty twenty wasn't great for me, but twenty fifteen was still my worst year by far, just not even close. Um, mm -hmm. and the rebuilding process took forever to come back as a better person. But since 2017, I have steadily, mostly every year, been happier and happier with myself. Yeah, I've definitely um, seen that. Yeah, and honestly, funnily enough, the podcast, sorry, excuse me, my bad. The podcast pod um, cast. is one of the coolest, like I was just lamenting two seconds ago about how that I don't journal because I want to journal so bad but I'm too lazy and I have too much ADHD mm -hmm. but the podcast is a really interesting journal because yeah. I can go back and yeah. listen to an episode and immediately know how I was feeling what in was that. going on yeah and what was yeah in my life like I can hear in my voice yeah in certain episodes that oh man I was really depressed in this episode or oh yeah. man I was on way too much caffeine or that was <laughs> that was the episode I did a bunch of math not really yeah exactly um, that was and, a good episode <laughs> Super. That was the one where he screamed as loud as possible. Um, yeah. The, so I, I completely and totally yeah. agree with you guys. I th there is a rebuilding process that you do to become, and you t you take all of the bad and the good, and you just yeah. form the person you would like to be. And the person I would like to be is the person I am slowly becoming. Uh, and I'm yeah. happy. I'm so happy. I have a lot of work to do. Um, yeah. I still have so much so much stress sometimes and so yeah. much like never sleep but <laughs> we're we're getting there i think all yeah. of us are getting there and i yeah and it's so good to see my friends i always bring evan up when i talk about my friends because that dude sorry evan if you're listening to this <laughs> was a horrible high schooler and he'll 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 say this dude was dude was loud rude self-centered and just kind of a pill and so was i but that, <laughs> that's why you were friends basically i can't even believe we were friends <clears throat> yeah. but that evan grew himself so much yeah. and he is such a good person now and and he he took a leap of faith and went to japan and is i was like dude no that's that's, that's crazy what are you doing and he's killing it out there He's learning Japanese and like becoming yeah. integrated with Jap Japan. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's my friend who's doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. love it. And I love seeing you guys thrive and I love seeing my friends thrive. And it's, it literally brings me to tears sometimes thinking about how we are all growing together and becoming better people and new good old bad Parker. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I am so with you on that camera. I, I, I even like journaled specifically about that when thinking about 2023. Mm -hmm. Like I call the process becoming more, more mm -hmm. so just like more so like yourself. Cause it, it almost feels like chiseling away at like a, a stone or something. Yeah. Yeah. And the sculpture becomes more and more defined. And I really enjoy observing the things that like 
make me feel more like myself help yes. me breathe a little yep. better uh observing what i did last month and being like you know when i was watching that show i felt more disconnected from life or when i was playing that game oh. i felt so uh, like you know present and it really stuck with me and i can i can feel it making me a more positive person oh. and like i love identifying those things and just very slowly uh you know day by day curating an environment that's well like a lotus you know going <laughs> to grow well and i just i think that's great i have never thought about that and that's super interesting and i want to start focusing on that more because i often find myself in slumps small slumps you know like week-long yeah. slumps or whatever you know where i don't i feel very disconnected and i wonder how much of that has to do with what i'm consuming both you know physically with food and like with with yeah. shows or whatever yes. games. yeah um, we are not disconnected from our environments it is a give and take for sure we both affect yeah. our environments and are affected by them yeah i'm gonna track that i want to keep adrenal so bad i'm just too adhd I do it. <laughs> um well gentlemen it has yep. come to the final topic of the night. Um, we've this has been a great discussion so far. Absolutely. Um, to 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 cap us out, uh, creative project this year. If anyone has anything, uh, go for it. Well, mine's easy because, as previously referenced, I totally botched Brian's birthday. I don't even know if I heard year. about this. Uh, oh, you don't I have won't to tell the yeah, story. It is pretty funny, but. Uh, well, you know, it's connected to what actually okay, my best cool. creative project was, uh, which is Threescape. Yay, Threescape! I know I've... <laughs> yep, it's never going to leave unless I die, and even then too late, it exists. I'll continue the legacy. Um, I will tell you right now, if you die early, Stephen, I will keep. I will DM your Threescape's Atlas for you. Thank You're you welcome. so much. Thank you so much. Maybe you can do some uh, improv role-playing at my funeral. Don't tempt but... me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if all of our listeners remember what this is but it's the tabletop game uh mm -hmm. like dungeons and dragons style uh game we've been playing since 2020 2022 yeah two, yeah two, yep. 2022 so it's been going on like almost yep. two years now that's crazy um and cameron you were involved in the first yeah, season and brian you are now involved yes, in sir. the second and now third season um, and I just can't express how fun this project has been. It has grown. The stories we have gone on, just I will remember forever. We've stuck with Zyba and Tanya yeah. this whole time, who have become great friends. Um, and now that we're going into the third season, it's going to be the last season. Uh, and then we're going to move into what might be a sequel. And I just, oh, it's so much fun. It's a different creative muscle that I never quite stretched before. I've always wanted mm -hmm. to do it. Cameron, I owe you for actually pushing me into yeah. doing it. I still remember that conversation we had on a podcast uh, about your D&D So who knows, in 2024, when you... asked his favorite games, Stephen might be like, Tears of the Kingdom, you pushed me into it, Cameron. <laughs> I remember favorite. that conversation. You know what, it turns out Cameron's not that dumb. He knows what he's talking about most of the time. Yeah, Atlas, I still think about stories we had in atlas like literally yeah. they yeah. they just pop into my brain a lot myala specifically That's obviously because it was my creation but like the 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 store the whole crazy sequence on poppy's island is like seared uh -huh. in my brain how i watch a lot of critical role um like a lot like i watched 140 episodes mm -hmm. of critical mm -hmm. role last year those are four hours each um 
I so I understand how and Matt Mercer, the DM, is like one of the best wordsmiths of all time. He he paints pictures. Stephen, I can vividly mm-hmm. remember you painting Poppy's Island with the crazy door that was talking oh. and the umbrella in the middle of the the volcano looking island. Like I. And then we drained the, the water, you know, like I, I vividly remember this because you did such a good job painting a picture. Wow. I have sure appreciate that. Yeah, Jim. man. That's, that's great to hear. Cause that, that's what I want to do. Like I, because we have, um, someone on the crew, uh, Tanya, who's visually impaired mm-hmm. as well. So she can't like play video mm-hmm. games for the most part. So that, I, I don't know, that really pushes me even more to be like, the point of this story is to all use our imaginations and close our eyes and feel like we're there and then just tell stories together. And that's all I really want to do. And it makes me very happy that that stuck with you. Yeah, I think your style of of writing or... Well, yeah, your style of writing... Talking. (laughs) It translates so well into improv. Uh, and you know where I discovered that first uh, was yeah. when we did the I-55 killer, honestly. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, Steven is yeah. good at improv. Ah, yeah. more, please. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. The amount of improv Steven and I did as kids growing up is wild. Yep. Yeah. Man, uh, I think we would have been such good friends as kids. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Unless you were busy kicking that us. That would have been. Yeah. I mean, I probably yeah. would have kicked you a few times, yeah. but then you would have probably kicked me back. So it's fine. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Brian, do you have a creative project this past year? Um, well, one of them is the um, character I played in Atlas. I had a fantastic time crafting him and coming up with him. Yeah. And uh, joining the crew. I mean, I guess you don't know really anything about I, him, Cameron. Really we got to not Boz. show you some choice <laughs> no, episodes. No, it's not Boz. I created a new character when I started like playing with the crew, just like you and Tanya and Zyba were. Mm. So he was like a permanent member. Um, his name is Jonaman. And he oh, was... Yeah basically a um uh one of the like clerics priests on monober and he uh he ended up joining the crew he's very the dynamic has become very amusing where he's like this kind of wide-eyed idealistic um young guy who just wants to see the world and theto's the super world weary guy and so they kind of almost have like this buddy cop dynamic between them where johnman mm-hmm. keeps naively getting them into trouble and then theto kind of tries to figure out but how to get out of trouble but also is like really bad at actually looking out for jonathan and caring about him as a human being but jonathan doesn't <laughs> seem to care or doesn't seem to mind that he is a complete jerk to him all the time like the 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 sort of visual image that i feel like represents jonathan really well is uh this you know basically priest in training who's lived his entire life uh as a monk on a small you know tourist town Mm -hmm. suddenly gets the opportunity to go see the world he packs away his robes he you know zips up his khakis and his uh, polo shirt and just heads out there knowing absolutely nothing about how anything works except religion (laughs) and it's his time to explore the world it has been very fun there have been extremely funny moments over and over again with the whole crew and the it's uh yeah and steven is a game master that is always saying yes and figuring out what the players want to do often against his best judgment um and mm-hmm. it is fun to push him into corners and be like yes it All is right, did you think of something for this <laughs> uh, <laughs> i am i think one reason that this project continues to be yeah. rewarding for me is at any given second i am constantly about to yeah. fall. <laughs> yeah. like yeah. 
That's so awesome. There was an actual <laughs> moment that happened where we were like in this police station and Steven's like, so where do you want to go? And I'm like, I can just go where I want. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go in the bathroom. And for whatever reason, that <laughs> broke Steven. He didn't know like what to put in there. He didn't know how to tie it into the rest of the story. He just was like, Gone. so you walk into the bathroom and there's, um, yeah, uh, there's a, there's a truck. Uh, it was literally just truck that. In there. It was just like, uh, you, um, here's some. There are, you overhear some people talking to each other, and it's just like, he just had nothing. He was done. And that was a very, we all remember that moment. Where it's a running yeah. joke in it now. We're you like, where I was like, like uh, so I think I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he was just like, no, no. Oh, that's so funny. There are no more bathrooms in these games. They were all yeah. demolished all at the same time. I remember basically what uh, it's what it's like is like if you're playing a game and you suddenly like whip the camera around somewhere where it wasn't expected yes. to look and it just starts a buffering dr- yeah. everything loads you know, yeah yeah i remember was like. i was trust me if i had stuck around longer i would have continued to do that the first one of the first moments i remember of doing that to you steven in yeah. atlas is um the taxi driver's name yes <laughs> where i was like I yeah oh, well, anyways hey well. what's your name and i don't remember what you said but it was like jornen and you're like yeah. okay <laughs> great yeah yeah um, it is fun that is to look at the world. that is one of the most fun aspects of D or improv storytelling in general is pushing the limits of the the storytellers or even the yeah. dm doing the same thing like the dm giving really hard choices to people yeah is so mm-hmm. fun and it's one of the reasons why it's so fun watching seven actual voice actors oh yeah do that yeah because they're yeah. they have this incredible improv master as a dm and then they're also actors themselves and it's mm-hmm. so cool mm-hmm. and the fact <laughs> that atlas came really close to being almost as good as Freaking critical role is immense. Like, yeah, no, I will take the honor. That is, and a I, don't, great I don't even honor. mean r- the story writing. Like, Stephen, your writing is amazing. I just met like all of us acting. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. I all, agree. It was so much fun, and I truly do wish I had more attention span. I could have stayed with it longer because I had a blast. I just that's why I just feel so lucky to like still have this going. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. yeah, like I truly can't believe, like in Zyba's case, like this game developer i had talked to literally once in my life <laughs> he has been <laughs> so loyal sure. to it ever since <laughs> i know yep. it's amazing it's ridiculous yeah well brian did you have another one or did you, um, did you make Donovan the only other answer? one i'd say is that video we made for marty um oh my gosh basically the super yes. stupid like we have a, this friend who had a birthday coming up who's super into kung fu movies so mm-hmm. we made this really dumb parody video where Steven and I got on a kung fu fight. Well, it was one of the cases where like his wife was like, "Hey, we're making like yeah. a like a montage kind of video of all of his friends saying happy birthday." Yeah. And I'm like, "You not have <laughs> yeah. this video. Yeah. yeah. So we had like a 2-minute video where we get into this kung fu fight and it's very funny. It's very good. Did you ever see that? I have camera? no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, no. I, I, I oh, send I'm that to me as well. You, I want to say it. Enjoy. Oh yes, my gosh. Please. Is, yeah. And I just had so much it. fun doing it. It's one of those things where we just like came up with the idea and over the next hour we just improved all of it and came up with all of the jokes and it just it was <laughs> it was very fun. 
Um, so I have very good memories of doing that over the summer. Awesome. It wasn't a hyper creative year though. I did some music stuff here and there. Um, yeah. Well, wait, yeah, yeah. You sent me some pretty Same good music, here. honestly. Yes. Um, thank you. I want I, to get back to that. I I want you to get back to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if yes. I want Stephen to do improv, uh, um, uh, comedy and writing like that, I yeah. want you to do music, Brian. All uh, right. I will do. Um, that. and then th- that that leads into exactly what I was gonna say, which is my year was also not very creative because Mm -hmm. I, the thing I am good at, the thing I truthfully believe I am actually talented at creatively is singing. And And my throat, throat. my throat has hurt for five years now. Yes. Um, and this, so Brian, I told you this morning that I listened to music for the first time in forever. And I was like, yay music. Cause I had forgotten. Um, the reason I listened to music was because I had decided today that I'm going to start training my voice through the throat pain. Okay. Um, I don't even care. So this that's why I was listening to music because I was I'm gonna start singing along to music again and training my voice back up because my voice is very weak right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Because I'm going to make more covers this year. Dang it! Yeah. I, I my life work is on music together again. Yes, please. I want to so write. I, yeah. I can't write, but I want to be part of your writing. Yeah. <laughs> and making music because I I yeah. using my voice. I feel empty if I'm not singing, and I yeah. just. I literally feel that way. If I go through a day and mm-hmm. I don't at least sing to myself a little bit, I feel yeah. empty. Like I've made a mistake <laughs> that day yeah. and I miss singing so bad. So I am going to just, I listen, I'm going to use all the training I've had of ignoring pain and just <laughs> ignore the sore throat. And I'm going to sing this year. Um, yeah. I'm just going to do it. I don't even care. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I not I'm not your doctor, so I cannot recommend uh or or not recommend this mm-hmm. this path, but it does remind me of when I'm like, my favorite thing to do is take walks and my job is walking docks and like my foot was injured for mm-hmm. a year. And like uh I will say ultimately it took working with a physical therapist to work through the yeah. pain instead of just ignoring it. Yeah. yeah. Uh and waiting for it to go away yep. that actually yep. worked. Yep. So, I, I agree with that. I, yeah, that's been my experience of things as well. But um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just hard. I, I to... also actually, like... can I go back mm-hmm. and and take away my 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 rambling nonsense before and say my actual thing that I learned oh. this year is to work through pain and difficulty right. and sort of like you embrace it instead yeah. of try to make it go yeah. away. Yeah, I mean that's, that's similar, similar for me. One of the said, hugest yeah. things I learned was like stop trying to avoid things, stop trying to avoid mm-hmm. discomfort, but instead like face the discomfort and see it for what it actually is and that's Wait a such Brian, a huge difference you said that to me this 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 year you said instead of instead of being <clears throat> hateful towards the summer sun in texas i'm going to embrace the heat yep that was and shortly I was like, after i started mm, taking yeah, this to, dude. to heart yeah, yeah. i really that. tried that's to awesome. integrate it into every part of my life for sure and turns out it's not bad right <laughs> yeah absolutely um yep. yeah yeah, yeah, I learned to swim this year. That was super fun. Or to swim. Oh yeah, oh, we got to start swimming again pretty soon. It's yeah, almost time. As soon as the summer, I'm I'm going to do it again. Absolutely, I, I love. I might to do start it. sooner than that. Actually, uh, but yeah, I really i I did some music stuff late last year. I really want to continue that this year. I, I I want to make continual time in my life for it because it's so easy to always push to the side. But it's something mm-hmm. I genuinely love. And uh, instead of coming home from work and falling asleep on the couch, right. instead I'm going to sit on my computer and sing. Yeah, <laughs> even if I just do it 30 minutes, 45 minutes a day, I want to yep. start working that in for sure. So. Yes, I agree with this. Yeah. Well, guys, all right. That was a long but incredibly yep. good podcast. Absolutely. Um, I. I, I love you know what I'm gonna say I I think also this podcast has been continued to be our creative project 
Um, yeah, I was going to say, we're going to yeah. keep that going this year. <laughs> we are. Yeah, no, we're, we're still doing once a month, even if Ben continuously yep. tries to delete every episode. Um, we are. I think Ben going secretly to... is a saboteur. Yeah, <laughs> this blow is his this long con. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are going to continue to do episode a month this year in 2024. Yep. Mm-hmm. And cheers to Whales Are Whales and cheers to another literally 10 years of this podcast. We will keep it going, boys. Um, thank you, well, Stephen, hey. for coming to this episode. You're welcome, Cameron. I can't wait to check in when I'm 43 years old. Oh, my old. God. Why would you say that? I feel so old already. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Brian. Uh, you are welcome. And uh, with that, we will see you all next month. And I hope you all have a month. This was good fun. This was good fun. <laughs> this was good fun. This was good fun. <laughs> <laughs>